Today's backtracking. Yo, yo, can y'all hear me? Rewind back. Backtracking. Is this a legendary song? So it was the lead opening track on the 1987 album Joshua Tree. And the lyrics where the streets have no name was inspired by the contrast between Northern Ireland, where I'm from, and Ethiopia, where I'm not from. So uh, Bono says that uh, in the city of Belfast, certainly at that time and still now, I mean, where you lived would talk about where your community was, right, in terms of being Catholic or being Protestant. He was talking about how where the street names sort of denote where what community you come from, what religion, probably what income level you are at. And that's how Belfast feels. And he contrasted it with Ethiopia because he went there in the 80s with his wife on a humanitarian trip. And he found that, you know, it was a completely different feel where everyone was, I suppose, there's a bit more equality and people didn't worry about what street you lived on. And he thought that uh, when it comes to music, rock concert, art in general, that that idea of removing barriers and divisions was the ideal and in fact he first wrote down the lyrics on an airplane air sickness bag (laughs) that he had taken from the airplane Uh, so they were recording the joshua tree and the guitarist the edge uh, felt that they were coming towards the end of the sessions and they didn't have an amazing live song so he set apart time to go and try and write a specific uh, live iconic song and eventually he did come up with um, the guitar part which forms the basis of the song it's a repeating guitar arpeggio using a delay effect and he remembers being at home by himself super excited that he wrote this song with nobody to celebrate with however when they got into the studio it was very difficult to get the song the way they wanted it and the producer Brian Eno said that half of their studio time was devoted to this one song and he got so frustrated that at one point he was planning to have an accident and accidentally erase the tapes because he just thought it was bringing the band down. Uh, luckily, the audio engineer, Pat McCarthy, uh, arrived at the studio just at the right moment and stopped him from destroying the tapes. Well, here it is. One of the most famous songs, our backtracking song of the day, where the streets have no name. And this is 1FM 91.3. We choose one particular song and take a deep dive into the history. Today's song... I Got You Babe, done by UB40. Uh, but of course, originally it was from the 60s and done by Sonny and Cher. So Sonny Bono and Cher were a married couple at the time and he was uh, staying up late one night writing a song. He came up with uh, I Got You Babe and he was so excited that he woke up Cher (laughs) and uh, performed it for her. She initially was so unimpressed that she just went back to sleep. Uh, But it did become, you know, this signature song for them and also something of a defining moment for the 60s culture. Sounds like this. Surprisingly, it was inspired by a very depressing song. So 
1964, Bob Dylan had a song called "It Ain't Me, Babe," right? Which was a a sad breakup song, and it sounded like this. Someone to open each and every door, but it ain't me, babe. No, 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 it ain't me, babe. It ain't me you're looking for. So Sonny Bono kind of wanted to do the opposite, the the polar opposite of that, which is why he came up with the very feel-good I Got You, Babe. It's been covered by uh, lots of different people. There's a, a weird cover. I, I suppose it was a cover. It's done by Cher with Beavis and Butthead. Right, so the 90s TV characters, they did a 1993 version where they rocked it up a bit and it sounded like this. You got me, but head, I got you. <laughs> Whoa. But one of the most uh, well-known covers, I would say, was done in 1985. You had the uh, British group UB40, and they teamed up with uh, Chrissy Hind, who is famous as the Pretenders lead singer. And they did their own reggae-tinged version. And here it is. Backtracking song of the day. I got you, babe. This is 1FM 91.3. They say we're young and we don't know. Won't find out. Can y'all hear me? Rewind it back. Backtrack in. We choose one particular song, take a look at the history of it. Today's song is... Bill Collins, You Can't Hurry Love. It's not his song originally. It was originally done in 1966. And it was by The Supremes. And it was once voted as the 19th greatest girl group song of all time so when the Supremes did it, it sounded like this the Supremes by the way were the group led by Diana Ross so apparently the original writer was inspired by a gospel song, at least for the title anyway, because there was a gospel song uh, which began being performed in the 1950s, which was titled You Can't Hurry God, <laughs> and sounds like this. You can't hurry God, no, 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 just that way. You gotta twist him and give him time, no matter how long it takes, he's a God that you can't. So You Can't Hurry Love was not just an important song for the Supremes, also Phil Collins. So Phil Collins was for quite a few years the drummer from Genesis until he wanted to go solo. And in 1982, he decided to cover this song. And it was his first song as a solo artist to go to number one in the UK and was sort of really the announcement of Phil Collins as a solo artist. And here it is, our backtracking song for today. You Can't Hurry Love, 1FM.